Well, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to a special edition of Coffee with Alan uh, this week uh, as we give thanks to the Lord, as we give thanks for the things that we have, the people that we have in our lives, uh, the peace that we have, and for for Christ. Uh, we have him always in our life. And so it reminded me of a passage uh, today in uh, Colossians chapter 2 that I wanted to talk briefly about here today because I know you guys are with your family and so I don't, I, I don't want to take up too much of our time today. Um, so maybe this could be a just a quick uh, escape if you're looking for an escape from the in-laws, but <laughs> just kidding. Um, so this is Colossians 2. Uh, it says, this is verse three, in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one will deceive you with arguments that sound reasonable. For I may be absent in body, but I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see how well ordered you are in the strength of your faith in Christ. So then just as you have received Christ as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught. When, and overflowing with gratitude, or as other other translations say, thanksgiving. And the question is, why? Why why then should, as we received Christ as Lord, continue to, to live in Him? How, how, why being rooted up and in, in, built up in Him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, overflowing with gratitude and, and you know, overflowing with this thanksgiving, this, this, gra- this gratitude in our, in our lives? What What is it that causes this? You know, it, and so see, he says it right there, rooted and established, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Well, how does that bring thanksgiving? How does that bring gratitude? So as, as we think about what, what we're thankful for, a lot of times families have traditions. I, mean, I remember growing up with traditions where we'd go around the table and we would each say what we were thankful for. And it just as a way of expressing thanksgiving because we're giving thanks. And so um so the question is like, what is it that you would say? What what was it that would it what would it be that if you were to say this is why I am thankful, this is why I have Thanksgiving, this is why I can celebrate Thanksgiving, and have gratitude? It continues on. Um, be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elemental spirits of the world, rather than Christ. Because again, if you look at this world around us. You won't find a lot that's worth thank- giving thanks for. You maybe your stuff, your house, your your job. You know, it, there's a lot of things according to worldly standards that that we can give thanks for. But ultimately, there are so many things around us that want to to steal our thanksgiving, to steal our joy, to deceive us with empty philosophy, take us captive uh, through the through uh, through through philosophy and wisdom. You know, the world. You know, what seems to be wisdom in this world. Uh, and, and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of, of wisdom in our world today. Uh, and so see to it that no one takes you captive by that worldly wisdom. Um, because that doesn't really truly bring things that are worth giving thanks for. Because here, here's the question. For the entire fullness of, not the question, but the answer to the question. The answer to the question of, of thanksgiving. For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ. And you have been filled by him who is the head over every ruler and authority you were also circumcised in him with the circumcision not done with hands by putting off the body body of flesh in the circumcision of christ when you were buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of god who raised him from the dead 
And when you were dead in trespasses and, and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive with him and forgave all our trespasses. He erased the, the certificate of debt with its obligations that was against us and opposed us and has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed, triumphed over them in him. So this is what we, this is why this is why we can have thanksgiving. We are made alive in Christ. We can be we are filled with godly wisdom, that which truly brings real thanksgiving, and not just this supposed you know worldly you know wisdom that kind of ends this thanksgiving that kind of ends at the stuff that we have, or maybe the friendships in our lives. Because what happens you know if you're in, in, a, in a natural disaster and your home is taken away or it burns up in a fire. What happens when those relationships sour? <coughs> what can you be thankful for then? And that's why God has given us himself. He has given us himself so that we can be thankful for the relationship because he has said he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that is a huge promise that is given by God to you. And that is a promise that we can live in, no matter what happens in our world, no matter what, you know, what you know, politically or economically or, you know, the, the virus or whatever it is happening all around us, that we can take hope that this is our, our root cause for Thanksgiving. And this is what we can be rooted up and built up in him, established in what? Our faith. Be established in your faith. And remember, Faith doesn't just simply mean this ascent, you know, ascent to a mental, you know, belief system. Ooh, hello, it doesn't just mean this, you know, mental ascent to a belief. Like uh, I believe in God. Oh, cool, cool. You know, they, Paul even says, yeah, the demons believe and they shudder. So what? So what if you believe? What is faith? What does it mean to to walk in faith? To be what does it say? Established in the faith. Now, for them, it meant the way. For for them in in this early church century, it meant you know follow you know being followers of the way. That's why the, our first name is in the church was followers of the way, the way of Christ, the way of God, not the way of the world, the way of God. And so, what does that word faith mean? That word faith has the this connotation. The the Greek word is pisteos or pistis, and this it's has this connotation of faithfulness. Uh, having this faithfulness in your life, being devoted, that word agape, as we've been discussing too, that word agape means this steadfast devotion, this preference to this person or thing, this agape, uncompromising, unconditional love and devotion to someone. And that is the agape that God has for us, that is the agape that we have for him, and that is the agape that we have for one another in the church, that we will be faithful, has that, again, that, that devotion towards someone, that allegiance, another great, great word instead of faith is allegiance, you know, being established in your allegiance to Christ, your faithfulness to Christ, your devotion to Christ, everything in your life. That's what he says being rooted and built up in him and your allegiance to him, your faithfulness to him, your faith in him. Because it's not just giving of yourself to God that we have faith in. We have, we have faith in him and we believe 
that he also is faithful to us, that he is, is, has faith in us. And it, so it's this faith, this, this participation with one another, like agape, this steadfast devotion to one another. It's this faith, and, you know, that's why it says the faith, established in the faith, this faithfulness that we will be faithful to God as God is, you know, and God is faithful to us. It's this faithfulness exchange that is the faith. That is what we believe. We believe that Christ died on the cross for us and rose again so that we who place our faith to, who place our allegiance in him, he will never abandon that we are saved by we that we are healed by his blood. What does it say about that? That's the whole whole basis of this of this passage here. He said, "And you, when 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 you were dead in trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive with him and forgave all of our trespasses. He erased the certificate of debt with his obligations that he had that has that was against us and opposed us." And has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed them, triumphed over them in him. That is what we can be thankful for. That is what we can be truly thankful for. Our salvation, our healing, the faith that we have in God and the faith that we have entered into that he is steadfastly devoted to us and allegiant to us and devoted to us and we are devoted and allegiant and, and loving to him. That is the faith. And so I, I, the, the encouragement that, uh, that Paul gave to the Colossians, I would also give to you. So then, brothers and sisters in Christ, wherever you are, brothers and sisters in Christ, here in Belgrade, Montana, what does it say? Just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught. And today, specifically, as you gather around the table, as you as you go and cut Christmas trees, as you go and watch football, as you go and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and overflowing with gratitude, with thanksgiving overflow with thanksgiving today because of Christ, because of the faith, because of love. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving.